everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk, the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast here on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts. I am one of your hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined by the very patient and saint-like Daryl Fuimano and Eli Downing. How are you boys this morning? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. How about technical wizard, Narshredder? How about that? Technical wizard. Yeah, we had some issues this morning. We'll get to that in a sec after I ask the guys how they're doing, of course. Can't be selfish here. So what's going on? How are you guys? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I what mean, I like to hear. I was a lot, I'm a lot better today compared to yesterday. I'll oh. say that. What was going mm. on yesterday? Some work stuff or was it personal stuff? Oh, personal stuff. So yesterday, um, the family dog at my parents' house passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Pretty emotional day, emotional day for the family. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty rough, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Feeling a lot better today. Absolutely. That's it, hard, man. Like, We've had pets like growing up historically in the family, and I've never been old enough to be the one when one has passed away to like take it to the vet or to you know deal with it or something like that. And so I'm it's it's something I'm really kind of nervous about with having a cat now is like it's it's just Stephanie and I's to deal with. So like as as the cat gets older and gets you know sick, all that kind of stuff, you just have to it's it's inevitably part of the process. (laughs) Yeah, I had that happen to my cat. I was, he was at my parents staying in my parents' house and I went to go feed him and he was like laying on the bed and was, uh, making some weird noise and seemed to be sweating and just like looked way out of it and I had to rush him to like the, the ER thing. And, um, yeah, I had to, I had to put him down. That's pretty, oh, pretty shit. sad. Yeah, that is sad. He was, uh, his name was Prince, Prince of Darkness. Ooh. I thought you meant like after the artist, like he wore purple a lot and shimmied around the room. (laughs) So that was his name, I guess. He was like Alley Cat. Mm -hmm. And someone adopted, well, like took him in and then they didn't want him. So I took him. And so I just added Of Darkness on the back. Yeah, just a little Mm -hmm. amendment. uh, He was a slayer, dude. He killed a squirrel, bro. Damn. What? That's like the same size as a cat in a lot of instances. Yeah, dude. (laughs) He was hungry. (laughs) I wish squirrels were more... I guess well they're they're not like unfriendly, but I wish they were more domesticated because I think squirrels are pretty cute. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like if a squirrel ran towards me and started to like climb on me, I'd freak the fuck out, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know where that where I was going with that, but just so you guys know, I have a, a slight fear of squirrels if they get too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it, it was uh yeah, it was pretty sad because he was. Um, his name was Curly. He was like their first pet, and it made me think of my first pet, uh, who I had for a day actually. And it wasn't because he died. Oh, okay. I was so, like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> Daryl. It was, be- <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty funny. I put that in there because you know, if I say I only had it for a day, it was, most people probably think he died. But oh, it was because my uncle had brought a dog over. Um, newborn puppy, and it was hella cute, dude. Hella cute. I think his name was Brownie. Brought him over to our house, and he was like, "Hey, do you guys want a dog?" Just randomly, just showed up at our house with a dog and asked if we wanted it. Mm. And we're like, "Hell yeah, we'll take him!" And you know, we loved it. You know, we were playing with him. It was real awesome to have him. And then the next day, my uncle came back. He's like, "Hey, you know, 
actually got to take him back. He was not meant to be given away, so... Oh, shit. <laughs> he took it back. <laughs> and I good. guess the reason why he came back was because the household that the dog originally came from, they had kids. So when the dog was given away, the kids started crying their asses off. And, you know, he had to go back and, you know, get the dog. So oh he made those kids okay, but he ended up leaving another bunch of kids crying <laughs> in the mist. Just trading, oh, trading one for the other. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, for real. So, made me think on that. Yeah, interesting. Again. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my first dog lasted a week. Just kept running away. Yeah, and, I uh, dude, that's you know, it was, it was time to just let him keep running. You know, I, it's weird. I had a, a kind of similar experience. Like when I moved to Wisconsin, I was like, I really want a dog. I was probably like nine or ten. My parents were like, okay, well, you know, the the neighbors basically like caught this dog that was like a a wild one. Or like had you know, and it, he was super Savage cute. He beast. was a he was a border collie, but like he had lived like most of his life just on his own outdoors. So when we tried to like keep him in the house or whatever, he would like get up on the couch and he'd let you pet him, and he was very like chill. But any ch- any chance he got, he would try to get out of his leash and like run away. So he would run away, and sometimes I wouldn't see him again for like weeks, and then the neighbors would like catch him or like he'd show up or you know, and eventually he mm. just like stopped coming back. And so I'm just like, well, he just wanted to be out on his own you know that's bizarre we have like the same stories yeah interesting did you steal my dog maybe he was going back maybe. and forth between our houses yeah pennsylvania <laughs> and wisconsin, wisconsin. That was a- <laughs> that's why i didn't Cross see him for weeks on you guys. <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> holy moly both i think mine ended up he was like caught and we you know he went to the back to the pound or whatever mm-hmm. yeah and then now that the pound yeah <laughs> in a cycle <laughs> all right, Daryl. All right, I'm getting a little feisty this morning. Yeah, Eli, how's uh, how's your day going so far today? Pretty good. I'm feeling better as well, slightly, and I still got a a cough, a little cough. Yeah, uh, hurts my throat. So yeah, um, doing better. Got a COVID test. It's negative. So well, I'm pretty happy good, about good that to too because I was a close contact identified to you. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> granted i'm fully vaccinated so hopefully it wouldn't be an, an issue still but yeah i was like whoo that's that's good news and i'm glad you're a good test better. of effectiveness mm-hmm. exactly yeah um and then i uh had some technical delays this morning so you're not going to know it obviously when you're listening to this as it's posted but we are starting to record about an hour after when we normally would because my computer would not turn on and uh had to run through the gambit of troubleshooting and talking to these guys about what's our game plan here like i don't know what i have to do i have to go buy new parts or something like that we're gonna have to delay recording yada yada and uh lo and behold i just tried a different power cord basically that was downstairs Uh, luckily that i had still had for an adapter to a second monitor basically like that's where it got pulled from and uh yeah it is so far working so (laughs) we're good to go uh, obviously, we'll need to get it replaced still, a new power cord. But um, either way, I'm just happy to be able to do it. Yeah, a lot of uh, trying to figure out what to do. We even typed up like all these messages and, you know. Well, yeah. Cause quite, I, a, quite a mess. Yeah, but as glad the it's all know, together. we're never late, right? We haven't missed a show since mm-hmm. we started doing this. I think that's really important for, I mean, as our listeners know, some of you guys do YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that. Like if you have a schedule, you say you're going to do it, you need to do it. 
So mm-hmm. I was pr- I was personally pretty bummed about that because I was like, man, like that that kind of like just reflects on your integrity as a content creator. You know, if you're gonna be able to just say like, oh, screw it, it's not it's not coming out today. You know, so I was mm-hmm. really not looking forward to that for us. But luckily, we don't have to deal with it. So. Mm-hmm doesn't matter (laughs) so uh much appreciated to everyone for coming back and listening to episode 32 of the show we hope you enjoyed patch notes on episode 31 got to hear about some of the new changes and directions moving into wave two of this year and uh yeah once again if you if you like what we do you can go over and check us out on patreon patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast make sure to like and to comment on everything as far as soundcloud and itunes goes to leave us good reviews and uh all that good stuff. So while we're on the topic, I think probably, yeah, let's get into, you know, if you are a Patreon supporter uh, at the silver tier and up, you get your name red, of course, or sorry, bronze tier and up, excuse me, changes. Yes. Bronze tier now. Patch notes. Yep, patch notes. Uh, maybe I didn't read them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, get to, you get a shout out on the show, so we're going to go ahead and do that. And um, we also, you know, give you at the silver tier and up the ability to submit questions for the show. So we'll get into that after. But real quick, let's go in and just give a special shout out to our Patreon supporters. We got Chaz Bilby coming in hot. We've got the illustrious slugger. Don't fact check that adjective, please. We have Patrick Tebow or Pat the Trophy Hunter. And of course, we've got Gary Cooper, a.k.a. the Invisible Banana, making you slip on banana peels going down the stairs. So thank you guys very much for your continued support of the show and the Trophy Talk podcast really means a lot. So thank you. Thank you. And uh, let's get into some questions. How about that? Let's do let's let's get into it. What's the first question we got here? Eli hit us with it. All right. So the first question comes in from Slugger. And he says, you are headed. You are heading out on a long journey to save the world, and you are the main character. Mm-hmm. Which three characters from any game will you choose to be in your party, and what role will you take? What weapons, skills, ability, etc. So, Colin, what 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 do you have? What's your what's your team? Yeah, this is Just a cool squad. question. Squad, <laughs> squad up. It's like that meme with all the llamas walking in a row. Yeah, so that's um, <laughs> this is cool because it kind of reminded me of like, hey, I'm gonna have a party in a fantasy RPG game or like in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Like, who's mm. gonna be in my who's gonna be in my party? You know. Okay. So yeah, so it, I'm assuming when I read this that me myself as CK present and Colin am the main character. I'm not like choosing a video game character for me. So the other three that I'm going to take with me. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, first of all, pick Master Chief. You have to pick Master Chief. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he's a badass, super smart. He's he's yep. a, easily adjusts to a lot of situations. Go ahead. He's got a pretty good track record. Yeah, he doesn't really fail. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel pretty confident. And I, I think when I was, was writing this down, I was like, maybe I get the freebie of having Cortana with me as well. Oh, no, no. Because no. she's, like, his AI, just, like, part of his Mjolnir armor. Just going to oh, say maybe. it. Maybe. Maybe. Um, no, so that, no, Master Chief has to go bare naked. He's gonna go bare naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's John. Master Chief. It's John. Yeah, it's no, no armor involved. So, so that's the first choice. The second choice may be a little bit of a surprise to you guys. I'm gonna go with Yoshi from the Super Mario franchises and Yikes. from Nintendo. That is because okay. he seems like he could give me a little respite from walking on this long journey to save the world. Right? Okay. I can ride him around. He's going to be eating different food, I would assume, than John and I. So we're not cutting into the same pool of food. 
Yeah, and um, he can also jump really high. So for getting to high high up places, you know, I think he'd be a a good one to have. So I'm just gonna throw him in there. And then I wanted to have sort of like a magic user, or sort of Mm -hmm. like a spell caster that could help us out. But but I so I'm gonna choose the character of Soraka from League of Legends. She's a healer champion. And she like basically can imp- like imp- uh, increase your movement speed, give you health back. She can like heal your entire party, stuff like that. So that is uh, something I find very valuable in D and D as a healer. So I'm gonna take one of those as well. Ah, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna die. <laughs> so that's what that's what I got. What do you guys got though, Daryl? What do you got? You hit us with it. For me. I- I really wanted to just use, like, make it really easy and just use the four horsemen from the Darksiders games. But, you know, that'd be one extra person. So I ultimately went with a different band of heroes. Um, So, like, I chose Geralt of Rivia. Oh, that's super good. Um, I chose him just because we're saving the world, but from what? You know, Geralt is experienced in slaying humans and monsters. Mm-hmm. Slaying monsters, you know, you need a monster hunter in there. So I went with him. And the second person I went with was Jin Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, nice. You need somebody you can get in there and, you know, in and out of these dangerous areas. You know, someone went with some guerrilla tactics and you know, just that faceplate, man, it can scare some people. So, <laughs> having someone with the name Ghost of Tsushima could probably strike a lot of fear in people's hearts. For sure. If we're fighting against people, you know, we don't know what we're saving the world from yet. And uh, from a third person, I went with Kenshi from Mortal Kombat, just because he's blind, just for the mere fact that he's blind. Yeah. Okay. Ken, isn't his son blind? Oh, no, his son is Takeda, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, his son's Takeda. Okay, sorry, go ahead. You know, from, like, movies, TV shows, you never want to fuck with the blind guy. The blind swordsman is someone you definitely don't (laughs) want to mess with. (laughs) And he has has telepathic powers, so that that helps as well. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'm just gonna rock the biggest sword out there, you know. Just, just give me the big sword, oh, you know. Yeah, you call. guys have played with me for a lot of years, and you know that I like to be the tank class. So the tank support—that's all me right there. Just give me the big sword, and I'll just whack away all the enemies. Yeah, God. that sword from the surge. Yeah, yeah. The first sword you get from the first boss, which is the yep. best weapon in the game. <laughs> like, I use that the whole game. Yeah. Uh, Colin, did you want to update your skills and? Yeah, I was just gonna say I abilities? forgot to update my skills and abilities. I I'd probably go with archer. Um, so yeah, I, I'd like I'd like to be a human as my class. I will be um an archer, and uh, or as my race will be human. My class will be archer, and then I like typically will just have like a survival bag. So like some torches, some flint, um, some pack. rope. You know, a couple. Maybe a berry pouch, some rations, some you know, a couple gold stuff like that. You'd you'd find basically in a level three D and D campaign when you start out. You can get pretty creative with that, man. Like you can use ropes to get up and down chasms. You can actually 
uh, dip your your arrows into um, you, know, you can torch them basically and shoot flaming arrows. Uh, you can mm-hmm. even tie a rope to your arrow and shoot it across a chasm to make like a like a basically a way to cross something. So you can mm-hmm. get really creative with that shit. So that's what I'm gonna go with. Nice. nice. And uh, for me, even though I couldn't go with the four horsemen, the new group of heroes I've assembled, we will be the four swordsmen. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> you are all wielding swords. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Very appropriate Indeed. naming. Right. Indeed. What about you, Eli? What's your, what's your party? Yeah. So I had a couple, like, runner-ups. I'm not going to go through them. It was kind of hard to decide. But I was kind of going with the same, like, team-building uh, aspect here. So, but of course, duh. I had to have Kratos. Mm-hmm. Kratos is... Uh, <clears throat> number one in my book my boy kratos and then uh yeah it also newer uh, old kratos by the way kratos like god of war one through three or kratos from matter. 2018 he's gonna, gonna smash either way he's gonna smash we're, but he's a very different temperament you know we'll age together you know mm, okay we'll, we'll start young and you know <laughs> see might the, have see to, the world together retire yeah, you know. into a community care home <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll run into <laughs> daryl and uh the terminator <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> Daryl's gonna be out in the <laughs> desert on a steed with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, here comes Yoshi flipping his feet over. That's overhead. me. Yeah, an archer <laughs> riding Yoshi around. Imagine how terrifying yeah. that's gonna be. I did want to point out we were talking about that. Daryl's a tank. You're the archer. That's why we're such a good team. Because I'm the just, uh, you know, attack, attack. Mm-hmm. You know, don't look back. Mm-hmm. You're like the so, strike force, and we have a tank, and we have like a long range, range healer mm-hmm. person. Yeah perfect um so it would just be us three that would be that's who's saving the world that's it true would be the trophy top crew that's you right know? that would be that would be ideal mm-hmm. but second choice here is kratos and uh i also toyed around with um master chief and i was like oh, colin's gonna say that i'm gonna pick something different and uh you know my runner-up for this spot was like the destiny guy or master chief but i just went with doom guy because he's oh, a little he's a little yeah. more badass <laughs> so yeah i got a a group of bandits here with Kratos and the Doom guy. Dude, Doom guy, you, I think you might have to watch that guy though cuz he might go his sanity levels throughout the adventure might kind of dip. I feel mm. like by the end of it he's just going to be smashing everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be pretty wild. All he wants to do is crew. rip and tear and he's all out of rip, you know what I mean? So all he's yeah. got yeah. And <laughs> uh, having Kratos would be good together, you know? He's got a little I wanted somebody with a little more range, you know, with a gun. That's what I think of Master Chief. The Destiny guy can jump a little higher, but I just went Doom guy because why not, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Yeah, and uh, A2 was my runner-up for Kratos from... Oh, uh, yeah. What's it called, but... Yeah. Near Aut- Aut- Automata? Yeah. Yeah. But that might get a little weird with, like, Doom guy and, you know, feelings might get caught, you know? Anyways, so um, my third pick uh, would be probably Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, nice. I need a little, uh, <laughs> you know, retriever, speedy, trickster, wild card, if you will, you know? He's kind of like a good scout in a lot of ways, right? Like, you just have him go back, all right, what's over there? And he'll go check it out. Like, he's not going to be able to, like, one-on-one take out a lot of people necessarily, but he'll just be like, mm-hmm. all right, cool, report back. Exactly, yeah, he could go fetch the healing items we need. Yep. You know, so that was, I kind of thought, like, a healer would probably be better, maybe instead of Doom Guy, some healer with with like a gun or a sniper would be good but um yeah that's that would be uh my crew and uh 
you know, I think, you know, that puts me in the role of driver, I guess, you know, just the driver. Getaway driver. And with, with all my Rocket League experience, I think it would be a good fit. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. My yeah. main my main weapon would be in my boosted Fennec. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it would have to be Fennec. Just, you know, I'd probably prefer Octane, but um, with all, all my new buddies to fit into it, you know, I really, you know. I I need something a little a little more spacious, a little more family vehicle oriented, and uh, you know I wouldn't really want to be driving around in the Roadhog. I don't want to be caught dead in that thing. Sure. So I'd have to go Fennec. And as far as the skills and ability, I really like the Outriders altered abilities, um, and I think that would uh, that would really boost the team's potential, along with my boost for my Rocket League car. Oh my gosh! So it's as, it's uh, making me think like. I've never thought about the fact that people could be driving those cars in Rocket League. Can you uh -huh. imagine how sick you would be being a fucking driver in that game? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man! All right. I'm up. I'm up. Yeah. Thro I'm throwing up. I'm throwing up. I just like your or your internal <laughs> organs would just be smashing against your skeleton like all day. It's <laughs> just like, yeah. oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. they're pinching. They're pinching. Yep. My <laughs> my ribs are pinching. My lungs. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> But that's cool. Uh, I like the driver did, idea. Actually, there was um, there was a uh, this guy Floomp is a YouTuber for Rocket League, and he made a short animated film on like the driver of uh of the cars. It's like th so the people, the fans in the the fans in the stands are actually um like little eggs. And you kind of notice that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he did like a full movie, well, like twenty minutes short on like a guy driving home and like getting out of his car it's like egg and he walks in his house and gets a beer it's like it's a little funny <laughs> that's pretty awesome uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so anyways back to my abilities is the the uh you know the trickster and outriders i have a skill that slows time in a bubble so i was kind of like thinking of stuff like that basically being the the support role for the team as well as the driver so you know drive up pop my bubble slow time get the boys in and you know dip dude fuck yeah nice oh, something like that i like that's it my crew that's cool mm -hmm. yep we got some very very distinct and unique teams going on here mm -hmm. let's make it happen so now, now we have game. to now we have to have uh the, a debate on whose team would win oh yeah sure. <laughs> Well, if, later date, later date. Yeah, if Slugger asks us to to answer that, maybe we will we'll get into it. Mm -hmm. But oh, he's gonna ask it, bro. Yep. He's, gonna... <laughs> he's been planning this for four weeks now. Yeah, it's like a sequence. He's got like a whole <laughs> sequence of questions to ask as they build on each other. It'd be great. <laughs> um, cool. Well, Slugger, thank you very much for that question. Great one yeah. as always. Hopefully, our answers were satisfactory to you. And uh, for the listeners out there, let us know what team you would would use you know who would be your core team if you were saving the world from we don't know what could be giant squids a la watchmen could be drought famine could be mm. monsters we don't really know but let us know <laughs> all righty let's get into then uh our second question daryl what do we got for this one yeah so we got a question from invisible banana uh, gary cooper and his question is what's the most mind-numbing soul-destroying thing you've done for an achievement slash trophy <laughs> oh man well so i played fall guys 
That was pretty bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Oh, my gosh. I miss it. I haven't played in like a week now. I'm getting withdrawals. I know. It's been a while. It's yes. fun when you fall with friends. Yeah, it's always <laughs> fun to fall with friends. Falling by yourself? Not so much. Is that your answer, though? You think Fall Guys is the worst, the most nah, fun nah. thing? I mean, I haven't really done anything that crazy. Uh, so, you know, I know, I know I'm a poser, I'm a poser, but I never like woke up at 2 a.m. to mine bricks or, you know. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. <stuff> like that. <laughs> Sounds like somebody I know. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but a big hurdle that comes to mind for me was Father Gascoigne in Bloodborne, the first fucking boss. Mm-hmm. I mean, it <laughs> took me three days, almost a broken controller, and it drove me to drink. <laughs> but back again back then i was looking for excuses but nonetheless yeah I, I, this trophy <clears throat> i made me use it yeah um, so yeah that would probably be my like that was fucking horrifying dude it's like oh cool i get to go home from work today and smash my head against this controller because i can't beat this boss it's like three days of that it was terrible i cannot wait coming to from... hear about how daryl does with that and in the nameless king in dark souls 3 i cannot wait <laughs> until mm-hmm. you fight these people <laughs> Because <laughs> the first boss was like the the I was optional and you know kind of coming off my yeah. high horse and beating him first try. I mean, I did get the tip from you. I'm sure people kind of know this tip already. I don't think it's a spoiler. Yeah, but like staying close to them, like the bigger creatures. Yep, was a uh, was a good tip. So I got him first try. But then you go. There's nothing. There's no tip you can really give for Father Gascoigne because he's like another player. So it's really like based on the timing and, um, you know, in your pairing and your attacks and your rolling. So like it really teaches you the game. You know, it's a good way to be like, oh, yeah, you got your Bloodborne stripes. Yeah. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> fuck, man, that shit was driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> there's no like, oh, yeah, just stay close to him. Or, you know, there's no like trick to cheese him that easily besides like you know parrying but that's just an obvious part of the game right right yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's also execution it's execution i mean the only tip is the music box thing yeah right that's that, that's kind of it but it's not really like it doesn't kill him <laughs> you no know? yeah it helps you a tad <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's yeah it does help you but it's yeah you're right it is really just like okay we're here's all these skills you learned in this first area you're just gonna have to perfect them for this boss fight to move on yep you know mm-hmm. so anyways Yep, yeah, that's no, that's, my... a, that's a good choice. It's a good choice. Uh, what about you, Daryl? Um, I'm gonna say the trophy committed to the cause from Assassin's Creed Black Flag, mm. and that one you had to get to level 55 in multiplayer. No oh, man, yeah, yeah, that one was a, a rough one to get. I think when I hopped back onto the game, I was level 15, like between level 15 and 20. So I had my work cut out for me, and. You know, trying to do that legit playing online wasn't exactly the best route because when I picked it up, it was years after the game came out. So the player base had tremendously fallen off. Uh, so I thought that the game was pretty much unobtainable. You know? Yeah. But looking online, there is a way to get that trophy and you have to do Wolfpack. And Wolfpack is basically a mode where you just do a bunch of contracts and try to rack up the most points possible. And it sounds easy enough, but 
doing it to the point where you're trying to level up to level 55 was just mind-numbing. And it can be difficult at times. So basically, Wolfpack, you have a certain number of sequences that you have to complete depending on the level of difficulty that you choose. Obviously, you want to go with the highest difficulty because you get more sequences that you can um, you know, go through. The sequences, each sequence requires a certain number of points that you have to obtain before you can move on to the next sequence. So, like, the very first uh, sequence 1 through 10 are fairly easy because, like, your first kill will actually boost you up, like, two or three sequences until you get to, like, the later sequences where you have to do, like, a bunch of different objectives just to proceed through the first sequence. And it was rough, man. It was rough. It got really repetitive, very boring. And, you know, looking through Discord, a lot of people mentioned putting on music, talking to another person that they were boosting with, or even putting on a podcast. I did none of those. I didn't do any of that. You mm-hmm. know, I played the game. I focused on what I was doing, and that was it. And this this grind is actually worse than the grind I'm currently doing with Friday the 13th because I actually have another person that I can talk to, you know, the other person that's boosting with me. I could talk to him. We could talk about random crap, and the grind's not so bad. On Wolfpack, it was just me by myself, and that's preferred because you get more XP, so you level mm. up quicker. If you do it with more people, the XP shared amongst all the people playing. So it was rough, man. It was rough. There are some games where I didn't even get through the whole sequence, you know, and then I didn't get like the most points possible. It This game really does test your willpower and patience because, you know, committed to the cause, man. Yep. You're committed or you're not committed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Tomb Raider was a pretty big grind, but you, me and Lord, uh, you know, we got to conversate and have a good time. Yeah. yeah, you got to do that to take your mind off the grind. <laughs> if you don't, it's going to be rough. It's just, I mean, that's such a lesson in, I mean, we've said this a lot on the show. But I'm going to reiterate, reiterate again. If you're going to go for a platinum in a multiplayer game, do it right when the game comes out. At least get the multiplayer stuff done. Or as soon as you get the game, if you buy it on sale or something, or if it's free with PS Plus, right? Like, get the stuff that is multiplayer-centric done ahead of time so you don't end up in these scenarios where you have to do these weird workarounds to get XP, you know? That's, uh, yeah. It yeah, you gotta rough, be really... Yeah. Learned a, a pretty good lesson with that with Rogue Company, because, like, that shit fell off quick. It really did. I mean, the first, you know, what was it? First couple weekends, we had, like, 30 or 40 wins, and then to grind out the rest was, like, way more difficult. So, yeah, um, you're, you're dealing with not only a dwindling player base the longer you wait, but you're dealing with jumping into subject matter experts, to use a work term. <laughs> right people right. who know the the maps really well and shit yeah. like that so yeah, it becomes yeah people harder. that fall off are the ones that suck exactly because yeah. it's not fun anymore exactly so you're <laughs> you're basically i mean it's it's a good way to get better at a game quickly forcing you to play mm. against people who are better than you but mm. uh it is frustrating <laughs> yeah so for sure i played a little bit of assassin's creed black flag multiplayer but back when it was still like actually had like a you know, community and stuff. I actually have some old videos of it up on my YouTube channel from like six or seven years ago or whatever it was. So it's a fun game. Sorry you had to experience it that way, though. Yeah, that was rough. I'm really glad that 
the later installments of the Assassin's Creed games don't have multiplayer. Same. So I'm like very excited to get into that. But if it did have multiplayer, like now, I would just prefer it not have trophies because yeah, or just one like try a match or something. I'm fine with those types of ones. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like they're longer though. Yeah, yeah. Right, the, the matches you mean or the games? The games are still like the other ones were what. 20 30 hours and some multiplayer but now they're just like 100 hours yeah kind the, of the same kind of grind. yeah basically it's more it's more entertaining i'm sure mm-hmm. well the last two especially i mean i still i have valhalla i haven't played it yet um i mean that's we know that's long we've talked about that and i know dlc has come out for that game since so it's even longer now and it, they took the that. same approach with um origins and with odyssey but origins i thought was a, a good middle ground it was like a 50 hour game that probably had like an extra 10 hours of DLC if you wanted, you know, mm. Odyssey was like an 80 to 120 hour game with like 20 hours of DLC. And that seems like what this newer one is too. It's just a little much. So interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see my, for my soul, des- soul destroying mind numbing activity. I mean, the first thing that jumped to mind, it's not very exciting would be the mean greens where it was like, just running those drills, mm-hmm. right, for the captures of the flag or for doing 100 matches with each of the team colors. So that's, but I think that's more just recency bias. Like, if I actually think back to it, there was a lot of grinding when I was playing that gauntlet game. And mm. I think it was a bit more engaging than the Mean Greens was for sure, which was like a totally solo experience. I mean, if I hadn't have been in party chat for half of that, I, I don't know how I would have gotten through it, but. At least Gauntlet was a little more active, and I still had to use skills and, you know, dodge and pick up resources and stuff like that. It just became, I memorized everything so much that it was a non-issue. It's kind of the same thing for the the bounties in Diablo for 500 of them. Yeah, I, I would definitely say Mean Greens is probably the most soul-destroying and mind-numbing thing I've done. <laughs> so, <laughs> ho- hoping to not repeat that anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty good at avoiding those for the most part. Yeah, I tried yeah, to not. Just sucked into the mean greens, though. I don't know how, dude. That was so random for me, too. Just you like, were gung, you were gung ho, dude. I think just talking about it with you guys on the show, and we were all kind of amped on it. I had huge yeah. nostalgia glasses from the N64 game that I'd played, uh-huh. so I was expecting uh-huh. it to be like that. I mean, and when it wasn't, it was like, okay, like, I guess I'm just committed now. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna, <laughs> do, I'm just gonna do it. Committed so. to the cause, brother. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, thank you very much, Gary, for that question. Hopefully, again, a satisfactory answer. And once again, to the listeners, you know, what's your experience with some mind-numbing and soul-destroying trophies in recent years? Or maybe even just with tasks in older games when they were non-trophy-enabled, but something that was pretty hard to do and repetitive. So let us know in the comments section. Okie dokie. So uh, we've been talking about from time to time on the show and alluding to the fact that if you're a member of our Discord community, which I highly suggest everyone who listens to this go and do join the discord we got some cool people great discussions a lot of uh different channels in there to, to speak to different sort of needs and discussions um but we had a race going on for the first four months of the year this ran from january through april and this was a trophy hunting race it was sort of mirrored on our trophy hunting race that we did back in 2019 uh at work actually with some other coworkers, but tweaked a bit of course so all the rules and information about that is found in the Discord. There's specific channels for that. So I would encourage you to check it out as we get into the second wave of the race. But it is time to announce 
the winners of the race and the winners or the winner excuse me will of course be getting a 25 dollars psn gift card provided to you by the trophy talk hosts and crew so thank you very much for your participation daryl what do we got for the results yeah so um we have four people that participated in the race so at fourth place we had quinn one two two nine got the platinum for days gone got one point there Ooh. at third place nice job quinn we have lord malachite and he received the platinum for tomb raider and days gone for five points uh, it sounds like uh, Tomb Raider was yeah. quite the struggle for him too. Yeah, yeah. Lord opted ones. to do all of the DLC as as well, um, which is admirable. I know that was pretty tough. So, congrats on finishing that and on your points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, thankfully you provided a lot of insight into the DLCs that you play. So, hopefully that'll help a lot of other players who may want to hundred percent that game in the future. Yes, indeed. Um, so for second place, we have Slugger underscore seven, <laughs> and he got the platinum for Tomb Raider, Control, Genie. Concrete Genie, uh, sorry. Yeah, Concrete Genie. And that was six points, I think. Uh, we had sort of a hiccup there because he also mentioned that he had the Days Gone Platinum. And I didn't see that in the plat platinum uh, channel that we had before. Yeah, Pixar and, didn't happen. Yeah, if you don't have a picture <laughs> posted, it didn't happen. So it's a good reminder for those. You know, if you have a platinum that you want to share, please post it in the plat shot channel that Eli updated in the platinum race. That way, it doesn't get lost in a lot of the discussion that takes place sometimes. So. Make sure you post it there. That way we can count it towards your score. Yeah, I think he, I think it was seven points. I don't know what. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I think I took one away just for the days gone plat. But right, right. Yeah. No biggie. And for our first place winner, this guy. Drum roll. Platinum. Please. But I, I can't do <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I don't know Keep if you guys can hear Greenfall, that. <laughs> Concrete Genie, Control, Remnant, Days Gone, Tomb Raider. This guy was on a mission to win this month. Mm-hmm. First place goes to Invisible Banana with 13 Yee-wee-hoo! points. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. On a job well done. Yeah. Yeah, that's he impressive. He was hustling. Yeah. He was hustling. I feel bad because, so, you know, of course, Gary's been talking, or Banana's been talking about, too, like, not wanting to take a break from trophy hunting i'm like did the race break him you know (laughs) in the same way that the race broke us in 2019 yeah yeah must be having some effects from that but uh yeah hopefully uh you guys all enjoy the race if there was a game that you weren't sure you were gonna like platinum hopefully you did enjoy the game overall regardless of the platinum if you got it or not so yeah i heard a lot of uh positive things about days gone i know quinn ended up really liking that game and i think that was that was the crowd favorite yeah, yeah. I, think I think a lot of people had lot of people played it control done already and uh so days gone was seemed to be seemed to be the big one greedfall wasn't so hot yeah Tomb Raider <laughs> wasn't so hot <laughs> yeah yeah 
Yeah, well, oh. I'll be surprised as hell if someone gets the stranded deep platinum trophy for this wave of the race. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. That's a tough one. But, uh, yeah, the challenge is out there. So we have started again with the second wave of the race. It's going to be running for May, June, July, and August, meaning the winners will be announced in September. So, yeah. yeah. So We're actually going to you... go ahead. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so hopefully when we do the next race, we'll be reading off some more names. Absolutely. What were you going to say, Eli? I was just, we're going to actually go over one of those lists today. We are going to go over one of the eligible lists today, and I think people will find that it is not so bad. Uh, it is not stranded deep. That is so bad. Don't do that. And yeah, so to Invisible Banana slash Gary, um, we will be private messaging you with your code for your $25 to redeem on the PSN store. So congratulations again for winning. Same prize, as we talked about in the patch notes last episode, same prize is going to be going for this wave of the race, and we will be increasing that for the final sprint, basically, as we get into the holiday season. So, again, hope everyone uh, enjoys it. I hope a few more people get to participate this time, and or choose to, I should say. And thank you again. Okay. Uh, that kind of wraps up the housekeeping slash Patreon side of the show. Daryl, before we recorded, you did mention to me that you wanted to talk a bit about the Mortal Kombat movie again. Do you have some renewed thoughts on this or something that you wanted to bring up in particular? Yeah, so um, if you have not seen Mortal Kombat yet, there mm -hmm. will be some spoilers mentioned. So if you do want to watch that movie and not have spoilers you know, read out, uh, please um, come back later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um i don't i don't know i'd say maybe give us like five minutes or something yeah and we and certainly you, enjoy yeah. your company but yeah you're you welcome know, to hang out you're welcome you. to hang out although i feel like if you haven't seen it yet at this point you're probably not interested in watching it so anyway go ahead continue so i watched it for a second time because i know when i did mention it last ep uh, last episode i did say it was trash I had to watch it a second time just to, you know, maybe see if I was wrong in that opinion. But I stand by what I said. The movie is still trash. Mm. Well, I was hoping you'd have a more of an updated, <laughs> more, of, more of an updated opinion. So you basically wanted to talk about it again to tell me you think it's trash again. <laughs> yeah, it is trash. So I, try to be. Let's let's take maybe a little more of a positive approach, right? I understand because I agree with you that I think it's a hot mess. I don't necessarily expect anything better from a Mortal Kombat movie, though, or from that IP. So, what's some stuff that you enjoyed on your second viewing? Um, I really enjoyed seeing the actors. I, I could tell that they like tried to stick with the lore behind the Mortal Kombat franchise it was really cool to see like some some actors you know take the role seriously i hope uh, i did like hiroyuki sonata the the man that played scorpion i just feel like that dude just likes playing a samurai or a ninja oh yeah i feel like there's like four movies i can think of where he's just playing a samurai mm -hmm. i feel like that's the only role he's gonna take if he's ever like you know, approach with a role like, "Hey, you want to play this role? You yeah, have yeah. to be a samurai." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." He's you like, already well, know, "Funny man. enough, I love being a samurai." <laughs> <It's>, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, some of the fight scenes were pretty cool. I really did like the Scorpion and Sub Zero fight. I thought that um, you know, that scene where Scorpion stabs Sub Zero with the the spear and he kind of like launches him forward. 
and the spear like wraps around the sword. Oh yeah. And he kind of like pulls yeah. it and then the sword's like spinning it in the air and he catches it. I thought that was like hella saucy, man. I thought I was like, damn, that move was sick. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And I liked how that um, fight too, you kind of saw like you know how in uh I don't actually know about Mortal Kombat 9 because I don't think I played the campaign of that one that much, but I've played more Mortal Kombat 10 a decent amount and I've watched a lot of MK11. So you know how there's like the different permutations of each character? So like when you're playing Sub-Zero, you can play like the Cryomancer Sub-Zero, the like the Grandmaster Sub-Zero, whatever, right? So the Sub-Zero yeah. character in the movies had different movesets from each of those three variants, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool to see a lot of like the sets like you mentioned, um, you know, some of the different locations in the movie that were obviously from some of like the levels in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool to see on screen, and just just seeing like the the characters on screen from like the franchise that I grew up with was really cool. Just to see it up there, it had a huge nostalgic factor for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I was very entertained the whole time I was watching it. I you know I I there were times when like something would occur in the plot, and I'd be like, why are why do the characters like seem not surprised or seem like their reactions just were not very in sync with what what it should be given like just how batshit crazy a lot of the stuff that's going on is and in particular i feel like cole and the new character that they introduce was underutilized and poorly developed um i think and again this is spoiler territory like the movie would have been better served had he just ended up becoming scorpion like we've talked about you know like why why would they tie into his lineage as Hanzo Hasashi's like great 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 grandson and like have him have these nightmares about him being trapped in hell and shit and then have him not become the new scorpion. It seems really weird to me. So hopefully that's a route that they go in a in a sequel if it if we end up getting a sequel is that he does actually end up becoming the new scorpion. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Um and I think the fight the fatalities were good. You know, Kano I think was a really great character and played well, acted well um his his sort of bickering and relationship with sonya blade matches a lot of what i've seen in the games and again i'm I'm a newcomer ish to the mk lore i've just really started getting into it the last couple months so i could be wrong but anyway um yeah i, I i'd say like overall it's like a it's like a seven or no six and a half out of ten for me yeah i mean it's it's okay but as far as the story goes, it was just really dumb to me. Like Raiden is probably the dumbest elder god. He is so dumb. <laughs> it's like, you know, when he's you know, at, at the very beginning of the movie, we're told of this prophecy. The prophecy that claims that the bloodline of Hasashi or Hanzo Hasashi will unite a group of heroes to prevent Outworld from winning. So, you know, there's a prophecy. You obviously want to make sure that this, that you know, that prophecy is true, and you don't know what it is—a prophecy of what, like, you know. And then, like, you know, nobody knows who that who that person is that's gonna prevent Outward from winning. No one knows until Raiden's like, "Oh, thank you for helping my champion find this Arcana. He's the from the bloodline of Hanzo Hasashi." Like, nobody knew up until that point. And right. As soon as it, it gets revealed, Shang Tsung's like, "Oh no, get that guy! Get that guy!" Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like, 
Raiden, why would you say that? Like, <laughs> why would you say that? Yep. Do you not want Earthworm to sur to survive? Yeah, for sure. Like, what the hell's wrong with you, bro? The motivation. That's what I'm saying. Some of the character motivations were really strange, and like, if you're back after a five minute pause, by the way, we're still talking about Mortal Kombat, so give us like <laughs> another couple minutes, maybe two more minutes or so. Um. The biggest gripe that I had with the movie, and maybe one of like the biggest subversions, is also that there's no actual tournament in the movie. So yeah, that was an interesting choice. I don't necessarily think it was a bad choice, but just that's part of what I like so much about the original 1995 movie was that it was all centered around this tournament, and there are these rules that were like being discussed, and like there was a very like formal way that the fights would occur, and there was you know almost like a bracket, right? Um. But it didn't really have that this time. It was just kind of a clusterfuck. So we'll see. I, I do think the movie had enough views and got enough attention that we're probably going to get a sequel. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's also the director's first time directing a movie. So I'm going to cut him a little slack there. I think for a first outing with a video game IP, which historically video game IPs never translate well to movies, you know, I think it was a, a decent first attempt. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Only last thing I do want to say, because we, we are talking a lot about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> we are Come check out our new podcast, podcast, the Mortal Kombat cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke Kang was terrible in this movie. Oh, so bad. Terrible, man. So bad. He, he is the people's champion, man. He is Earth Realm's champion. Yeah. And he was garbage. Like his Harkana was useless. Like he couldn't hit nobody with it. Mm -hmm. And probably the most opportune time to use it was when Shang Tsung was sucking out Kung Lao's soul, but decided to scream instead. For sure, he's like, "Oh, I'm no. too far away. <laughs> I cannot help you." Yeah, dude. The only use he got out of that was when he was like warming up Cole's family. He's like, "I'm Liu Kang. I can warm you." Yeah, because <laughs> they were like frozen when Sub Zero kidnapped them. <laughs> Yeah, man, he's I yeah, again, I don't know. Cabal was a really cool character in the in the movie. I liked Sony Blade, I liked Kano, I liked Kung Lao. And this yeah. fatality was sick. Kung I Lao, like that. that's probably the best fatality yeah. in the game. Or the or the Jack's oh, yeah. fatality was pretty good too, but yeah. So, all right, well that's that's an, that's enough for now. We'll get we'll get back into some MK a little <laughs> bit when uh, we get into what we've been playing later cuz I did play uh, a bit more of some Mortal Kombat X, so I have some stuff to say there. But, yeah, I, I think if you are a Mortal Kombat fan, watch the movie. If you're not, probably not going to get anything out of it. You Thanks. have no idea what you guys Safe are just to say. saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But I did, cool. Watch, I did watch some a movie, a TV, mm. if you will. So mm. we all know I'm not the movie TV guy. No, you're not. But this actually isn't really TV. But I found this rapper who plays out some crazy stories. <clears throat> His name's Trap Terrell. Okay. And uh, T-R-A-P-P-T-A-R-E-L-L, -L, if you want to look him up. And he has all these stories on YouTube. Uh, and some of them are like 30 minutes. So it's it's basically like watching a TV show, just narrated by a rapper. And uh, the stories are fucking wild, dude. They're, Interesting. They're, most, they're mostly gangster related, but they are quite suspenseful and intense. And like, it'll leave you with your jaw dropped. <clears throat> excuse me it's still got some some throat stuff going on but the uh the first one i watched was water water thicker than blood and it just got me hooked dude these stories are it's just like the twists and the turns and the it's it's pretty good 
and it's all in rap. So <laughs> that's I'm a cool. Fan. Hell yeah. Yeah. And his tagline is sheesh. Sheesh. Oh. So sheesh. that's where it comes from, dude. <laughs> I was, I like popped into the, you know, yeah, no, that's was, not was... where it comes from. Oh, okay. Okay. It's oh, a, okay. it's just a thing these days. Come on. Is it? What? It's yeah, not, you don't. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about it's that. It's definitely, but... it's definitely prevalent in the Rocket League community, but it is also, uh... I think it's a TikTok, like hit right now. I'm not sure because I'm not on TikTok. So suddenly people get are now discovering that you can say sheesh. It's been around for fucking decades now. All of a yeah, sudden, but I you don't, don't just say sheesh. You got it. Sheesh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the harmony is beautiful. <laughs> All right, well, maybe we'll bust some of that out at Fibbage later. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, here we go. That's cool, though. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you found a uh, TV show or uh, you know some sort of like documentary series or whatever to, to get interested in. Yeah, it's surprising much how much them, you but... like games, and I know you you've you know been reader you've been a reader historically. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's you know, come on, man. There's some good shows out there. I just don't like sit. I I don't know. I can sit around and play games because I'm, you know, your mind's like working. My fingers and yeah. my minds are active, but uh, I don't know. I tried. I like woke up and had like a low blood sugar, and so I turned on uh like in the middle of the night. So I laid on the couch so I felt better, and I turned on that Castlevania show and just didn't make it very far. What, dude? That, that I was love the end of that, that show. Damn, dude. Oh, I think, God. Let's not go down that hole. Okay. I think what might work for you is maybe have it play in the background, but don't watch it. Just listen. It'll be like a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what my wife does, but like I always quiz her, like, okay, what happened in the scene? It's like, oh, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> like, exactly. you gotta be watching and listening. Exactly. Not doing that. Speaking of which, focus season, on my aerials. Season four of Castlevania comes to Netflix next week, or like in four or five days from the time you're hearing this. So, mm. fucking. Sheesh. Sheesh. You know, exactly. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> Love it. We're in it now, boys. So yeah, committed right. to the cause. <laughs> committed to the sheesh. sheesh cause. Yep. So let's see. Um, a couple of things happened in the last few week period that were newsworthy before we get into the list discussion for this week. Um, I guess the main thing, the main one that was maybe relevant for the trophy hunting community, we had a, a stream from PS5 trophies uh, where I believe it was a 24-hour stream. Maybe it was 48 hours? Shit. Uh, it, but it, was it 48? 24. 24. And this is a, yeah, this is a stream to try and get 100 platinums, basically, in that time frame, which is crazy. Now, I get why. This is my initial take on it, okay? My, my, like, I understand why he as a content creator is doing a stream like this, right? It's for, it gets a lot of views. It's got a hype title. Um, it obviously benefits him from like a trophy collecting standpoint, all that stuff. I just feel like for me, like you getting a hundred plats, if a plat takes like 30 to 45 minutes, doesn't mean anything to me. It's basically like getting a hundred, like my name is Mayo's or, or something like that. You know, maybe not quite that egregious. I think there were some in there that were a bit more involved, but like, is that really, uh, I don't know. Like, it's not, it just kind of, I think, paints the whole trophy hunting thing in a bad light. And it really devalues platinums if you can get 100 like that in 24 hours. So, my, my initial take was kind of just like, huh, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. He, um, I think when he first started the stream, he says that he probably could do it in like less than 24 hours. So, it wasn't the full 24 hours. 
I think he said he could probably do it like in 20 or 21. Yeah. Like he had to like follow a strict pattern to where he was getting like a plat like every so often. Right. Um, I didn't tune into the whole stream. I only watched the first part because he has it broken up into two parts. Right. And I think on average, a lot of the games that he was playing maybe took like 10 or 15 minutes at most. I think the longest that he struggled with was probably 30 minutes. And it was really cool. He had like the splits there. Um, just to show you, like, what, how, you know, when, what time he was beating these games. And, you know, the thing that I, or like that you had mentioned, you know, devalued, the plats that were being devalued because he's playing them so often in such a short amount of time. He played the same game six times. Yeah. That was the most that he played of a particular game six times. I was like, oh, man. How was that? PS3, PS4, Vita, different versions. Like and then you know, and EU. Yeah, like EU. I think there's Asia, but I'm not even sure what the other three regions were from. Hmm. Yeah, just popping it across different uh, regions. Did he do much of like popping it on PS4 and then popping onto PS5 and doing it too? Oh yeah, there's five. No, so, you know? he did everything from PS5. Okay, well that's good. I, I yeah. mean, and again, it's a fun activity. Like, I don't want to like hate on it too hard. I just, I just like feel like the it's so like clickbaity and whatever. I'm like, is that really like? It's not really what I like about his channels, like or about his channel. Like, I've I've enjoyed historically like that he explains things really well, really clearly, and has like very short and to the point guides that don't waste your time on stuff. But they're for games that are like actually difficult and or not difficult, but actually like legitimate hunts. And so kind of dipping your toe into like this like i'm just gonna do a stream for 24 hours on these like shitter games like i don't know it just kind of was like i have no interest in that personally yeah, yeah. well this wasn't his this wasn't his first one he did the other one with 50 plots in 24 hours i think correct mm -hmm. correct and um you know these games are out there it's not it's like true. they're a secret it's true and yeah. he's like exposing something and he's not diminishing them i don't think himself because they're already out there and plenty of people do do this <clears throat> and you know i think if you're people trophy hunt in all kinds of different ways so you know this may just uh you know relate more to a different crowd you yeah. know people some people are interested and that's totally fine and you know he's done so much trophy hunting you know that well one my guess is like this had to be on like a new profile where he hadn't played these games already mm -hmm. um because I don't, I don't know how many of these games are out there, but that means there's at least, if they're all different, it would have to, there would have to be at least 150 because he did the 100 and then the 50. Um, but I forget. I oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought, dude. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I get what you're, and I, I don't want to come off too hard here in the sense that, like, I'm not saying, like, you shouldn't support this. If you want to watch it and you're interested in it, obviously watch it. Go watch the VOD. Go like subscribe. He's got a great channel. Subscribe to the channel. Whatever. Like, I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying for me personally, it was just kind of like, oh man, I don't know. Like, as I try to take like pride in the trophies that I have and the platinums that I have, especially. I think we all do as trophy hunters, you know. So part of me has historically been like, you know, in the beginning, like, fuck, all my platinums are from like Telltale games. Like, that's not very like, you know, whatever. And it, now that it's like further along and that is no longer the case, those are no longer even like a quarter of the ones I have. It's like to see that you can get a hundred of them just like, just like in the snap of a thing, you know, 24 hours. And there's, just, I don't know. 
it just it's kind of discouraging it's like well then why am i working so hard on fucking resident evil village <laughs> when i could just get all of these shitter ones i don't know because you yeah. like the game i'm just rambling at this mm-hmm. point I, I just thought it was interesting to, to talk about mm-hmm. i don't know if he did it on a separate account when he started the stream he actually did it from account like i'm assuming it's his own account because he was at a pretty high uh trophy level mm-hmm. so i think he already had like two like almost 300 platinums and he just like continued on with that account mm. and um yeah, I mean the stream was it was fun. I I, I was definitely entertained. Yeah, there's a lot of games that I do not have a clue about, and when he was playing it, it looked pretty cool, and some were pretty tough. So he def he definitely didn't like just get like the simple games. Like there are some games that he really struggled with at times. Um, I just didn't like stick through like the stacks. Like you know, I just stay for the first game, and if he had like two or three, even six, I just like fast forwarded. So mm-hmm. you know, he's gonna get it anyways. I, I want to see these new games, and yeah, for me, um, I personally like my trophy hunting experience to be challenging. So um, yeah, I I go for like the difficult games, and if you know. You like the easy games? That's that's cool too. Yeah, yeah. I like that he's changing up like the, you know, the game. That's kind of where I was going with it. I think because okay. <laughs> he's played like a lot of games, and you know, it's it's just like a change of pace, and it's cool that people are putting these like, you know, like world record type deals in there. You know, like a sprint. How many can you get in this amount of time? Where you know. Normally, you just play a game that you like and try to get the trophies, and um, <clears throat> you know it's it's a little higher up on the difficulty scale. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think it's cool to 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 switch it up like that too. You know, you're a you're a long distance runner, and you're like, oh, this weekend I'm gonna run a sprint. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to think about it for sure. I mean, I can't imagine what it what he feels like as a trophy hunter now after doing it for so long and having it be your primary profession, you know, it probably Mm -hmm. is good to switch it up and do something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know if uh, either of you checked out the stream. Did you guys watch it? I checked out part one. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Maybe you know this, Colin, but he had Resident Evil Village on his uh, library and this was recorded like a week before it came out. Yeah, I know. he was definitely working on those videos to post when the game did come out. They've started coming out today and yesterday, and I was so tempted to watch. He put up this, like, four-hour video of, like, him attempting his knife-only run. Um, mm-hmm. His knife-only and the less-than-three-hours trophy in the same run. I didn't watch it, obviously, yet, because I haven't beaten the game yet. But, um, yeah, I was like, fuck, man, I want to check it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, four-hour video, three-hour run? Not I don't know if he got it or not. Yeah, not. I, I don't know. Unless it doesn't count some of the... Well, yeah, yeah. we'll get into it when we get into what we've been playing. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of like my hope for us, you know, as we start to grow and maybe we get, like, some, you know, game developers tuning in. Maybe they'll have us, like, play the games and review the trophies or make trophy videos. That would be a huge... Uh, accomplishment for us i think i would love mm-hmm. to be consulted on a, a trophy list dude even yeah mm-hmm. like for sure that sounds amazing because let me tell you an example of a shitter trophy list okay <laughs> yesterday this game came out that is called baldur's gate dark alliance all right now this was 
one of my favorite games on the original Xbox. It is basically the precursor to the sort of like Diablo style, Diablo 3 style, like hack and slash, right? Except it was on consoles. And it's like got a, you can choose between three different characters. You got like a, an elf sorceress, a human archer, or a dwarven like melee fighter. And all of their, like, spells and, like, their equipment and the stats are based off of Dungeons and Dragons. So it's, like, really traditional RPG, um, but very fun, right? now. So regardless, it came out, the trailer came out on Thursday. It was, like, a stealth launch. Like, no one knew it was coming. And I was like, holy shit, amazing. I never thought I was going to get to play this game again because I tried to find copies for the original, and they were, like, 200 bucks, and I wasn't going to oh pay my. for that. Goodness. So on Xbox. So I was like, perfect. So I, you know, downloaded it yesterday. And it's thirty bucks. Oh, you got it. Yeah, it's out. It's th- It's out yesterday. Yeah, it's thirty bucks. Um, but the trophy list is one of the worst trophy lists I have ever seen in in like a port like that. It is egregious. I sent a snip of it, obviously, over to uh to you two in the chat earlier. But like, finish it on easy. There's five trophies. Okay, three <laughs> of them. There's no. There's no platinum, and there's five trophies. Three of them are golds. Oh, that's the silver. whole list. That's the whole list. <laughs> one silver, one bronze. So here you go. Beat the, beat the game on easy. Beat the game on normal. Beat the game on hard. Beat the game on extreme. I don't know yet if they stack, by the way. So that might be four playthroughs. And then something that's finished the gauntlet, which I'm not even quite sure what it entails. But that is it for the whole trophy list. No platinum. Five trophies. The artwork for all of the trophies is the same. It's the same picture for all five. Wild. Yeah, and you can tell their focus is on the new one. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, I get. I think what they're doing is they stealth release this as like a little hype up before the newer one comes out for sure. Um, there is a sequel to this one that came out too on the original Xbox, Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance Two, which maybe will come out as well. I'm kind of hoping. But I was like, are you kidding me? I don't know. I, a part of me is excited because now I just get to play the game. I mm. have a few people I want to play it with who are interested in doing co-op runs and it's like cool i don't really even need to think about the trophies honestly like i just get to play the game game. and enjoy it don't have to worry about a platinum but what like wow i just was like that is such a lazy trophy list it's incredible bonkers it's pretty bonkers yeah yeah absolutely crazy (laughs) that's i mean yeah that's that's really all i have to say about it like again i i will say i i'm kind of excited to not have to worry about trophies with it but i'm just Mm -hmm. i'm kind of just blown away by like how yeah, it's nuts. I just thought that was a snippet of a couple of them. I didn't think that was the whole list. <laughs> no, dude, that's the whole list. <laughs> that's oh that's my it. god! So, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I was thinking uh, the the hundred hour, the hundred plats in an hour. I was thinking I might, I might just do that. You know, try to get do it out it. of the way, and then I can stop thinking about milestones, dude. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's all I was got me tripping. You know. That's true. Just fucking start throwing it out of whack on purpose and be like, oh, well, I can't care now. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> if you're going to if you want to spend the money on those smaller titles to to do it, then by all means, I think the funnest part of something like that would be the planning being like, which games I'm going to do. How long is it going to mm-hmm. take? What order am I going to do them in? That sounds kind of fun to figure out. But mm-hmm. yeah. I think uh, PS5 trophies actually planned that like two or three months in advance. Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it took them a lot of time. It's it, there's I, I, a lot of effort goes into that for sure. I don't want to make it seem like it doesn't. I'm calling it now. A hundred cat quests for Eli. That's what Let's he's go. gonna do. They're like eight hours out. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, no way. <laughs> you need to go back to Iron Snout or whatever that one was called. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking uh, Mean Greens. 
dog. Yeah, I don't know about that. You don't want to do that to yourself. <laughs> I mean, you should just to join the pain train that we got going. But... <laughs> For real, run some obstacles. Right? Oh, man. All right, well, I think that's about it as far as, like, do you guys have anything else to add on the 100-hour or the Baldur's Gate list real quick? Those are just kind of the newsworthy trophy things I wanted to touch on, but nothing really else. Um, no, I'm tired. Of, I'm ready to get out of this pooper list and get onto this banger list. Dude. Yeah, let's let's talk about a banger list real quick, and we're going to do uh, in our recurring segment, which is where we basically review and rate a trophy list, and this time we are going to be doing the Battlefield Five trophy list, which is, is not a new release. There's a couple things that, that occurred here. Uh, one, you know, Resident Evil 8 is going to be talked about a lot by me and what we've been playing, so it didn't make sense to review it as far as our list review, and it's a free game this month for the PlayStation 4 um, with the games with with PS Plus, and it's eligible for our race in the community. So it made a lot of sense to review it. Uh, what'd you guys think of the list? Battlefield Five. They all hailed the Battlefield list. That's mm-hmm. all I gotta say. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the Battlefield One was like uh, I praised that list uh, on the show. We did it on. I don't remember when that was. Um, I can't remember either. But you you did. Yeah. You loved it. But I was I was amazed how much I enjoyed that list, and it was like put together well. It looked good, like on the app. You know, like the the list was ordered properly. I hate when they're all like out of whack, and you gotta like scroll up and down to find the right things. Like all the campaign stuff was in a row, and multiplayer was down at the bottom or the top or whatever. And uh, you know, this is another banger. Four out of ten difficulty, thirty hours. Uh, looks even simpler because there's only six campaign trophies and they all stack if you do it on hardcore on your first go. Yep. And there's Doesn't no, yep. no collectibles. So Thank God. that was the part I didn't like about it actually before. So yeah, that was that. And like doing all the, like the extra missions or like the objectives, the special objectives you had to do. Yep. In each mission. Um. Oh yeah. Like the challenges, right? Yeah, challenges. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so yeah, it's the three different levels of campaign and three trophies for beating them in, in general. So it's uh it's it. And then the multiplayer again looks very simple and all of them should come as you rank up your uh different classes. Oh. Um yeah. So and for you trophy ratio fanatics. It's a pretty banger there too. You get seven golds, eleven sil- silvers, and only three bronzes. Yeah, and the, um, I think the bronzes are appropriate too, where they're not really that hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I like how they rated them. Like how what how the difficulty for each of the trophies makes sense with the scale. I mean, it's a little skewed. For sure. You would think they could all be bronzes, except, like, because well, you're just playing multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm just saying, like, the earn 500,000 score as a player being a gold, I'm happy with that. You know, I'm glad it's not, like, a silver or a bronze, because that is going to be the grindy one, right? Um, They could have made the, the campaign trophies bronzes, but beating them on, like, veteran or, you know, that seems yeah. cool, too. I'm a little confused, yeah. is like, because I don't remember the difficulty super well from Battlefield 1, but... So it's medium, hard, and then hardcore is the hardest one? Or is hard the hardest one? Hardcore. 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 Ah, parkour. So, oh, hey. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hardcore yeah. is the hardest. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, the, it wasn't too bad. It only felt hard when you were on the, the flying mission. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. It's for me. 
Yeah, I suck at flying in these games. So Oh, Battlefield One you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Those were kind of fun too. Like I I enjoyed it. It was tough, but like I enjoyed, you know, it felt like Rocket League, you know? That was my introduction to Rocket League. Flying, you know, <laughs> on all all three axes. Yeah. Cause that is, you know, kind of how plain is. I mean, Rocket League car. The same. I, I think the the sort of difficulty at with this trophy list is going to come in the fact of like, do you find games online now? Luckily, with, so? with it's a PS Plus offering, I'm hoping you you won't have that issue. But mm-hmm. I know that like previous to it being on PS Plus, you know the community was pretty dead on this game. I don't think people enjoyed the multiplayer nearly as much as they did on Battlefield One. So a lot yeah. of people just stayed on that if they were going to play Battlefield. And then a lot of people even probably just went back to Battlefield 4. Right. You know? And this one got a lot of hate when it came out, didn't it? I don't, yeah, some, I don't uh, think it did not as very, well. Yeah. And didn't have some very historical accurate. They tried to get on the, the progressive train. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> really did a bad job. They told people, hey, if you don't want to play it, don't buy it. And mm-hmm. what did consumers do? not buy it yeah 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 and now they have to give it out for free i mean the the setting is cool you know i mean it's set in europe and north africa in world war ii for the campaigns i mean that's a cool idea you know like it just i don't know like they they battlefield one i think did a great job of you know trying to be somewhat historically accurate but also just like having it it wasn't over the top with like any sort of like political messaging or anything like that yeah and then battlefield (coughs) two or battlefield five i should say um just yeah it seems like they just went a little overboard but i know you know dice and ea have said there is going to be a new battlefield coming out this year yeah and we'll see Six. what it is <clears throat> yeah we'll we'll see i mean i'd be kind of curious to have them go back to a futuristic setting instead of like these you know very old and traditional yeah settings i know call of duty this year is going to be in world war Two again so yeah, they got to switch it up yeah, well, because for a while, like, everyone was doing futuristic, and people were like, go back to boots on the ground, and then now I feel like we've had that for, like, three or four years, and now people are like, do something different, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah it just comes in waves. But, um, but speaking on the multiplayer stuff, this is uh, all stuff you can do in private matches, correct? hmm So, don't correct. boost with strangers. Join the Trophy Talk podcast, Discord. Yeah. And uh, post up and meet up. I think this is... A game everyone's looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. Some Definitely of the f- boosted with strangers on this game uh, for Battlefield One. Yeah, Battlefield yeah, One. Right. Yeah, you went out on a limb there, buddy. Yeah, because sketch. I did like about this trophy list is that there's no <clears throat> DLC trophies in comparison Ooh. to Battlefield One. So it's just the base game trophies that you're working with. No DLC trophies. That's a huge relief because Battlefield 1 had four different DLCs, each with their own trophy list, and I think each were pretty difficult too because each had one trophy where you had to get like all, like a kill with each of the weapons that were pertained to that DLC. Sure. So like you had to get kills with like a bunch of guns, and then once you get that completed, it unlocked a gun for that DLC, so you had to get a kill with that one. And I didn't do that. I boosted with a guy who had all the guns. And what we would do is spawn in with the gun that I needed. I kill him. I take the gun that he dropped. Then I kill him again when he respawns. Sounds easy enough. We did this with like 10 other people. So we had like a huge line formed. (laughs) We 
told him what was going on, and this was difficult, man. This is exactly why you don't boost with strangers. Yeah, it sounds some strangers, some strangers don't have mics. So not only were we having to communicate through mic, we had to, you know, communicate oh through God. messages. <laughs> and it was it was so such a nightmare, dude. Like, so it was kind of like you know a drill drill class. You know, he's like, hey, if you've completed the weapon, stand to this side. If you haven't, form up on this side. And like oh, some people would get like you know they wouldn't follow the instruction, or some people <laughs> would like get a kill, and they're like, oh hey, I need to go back to that gun we did like four forty minutes ago. <laughs> like, oh my I didn't gosh. Get the <laughs> So take it from me. Don't boost the strangers. Is that the one where you're like everyone's talking and trying going back and forth with text messages, and then like they're like, oh, why don't we just do voice chat or something like that? It's like, uh, it is that the, the same one? Beginning. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was, but then like we we found out like a couple of people that had mics, so <laughs> they were like message, hey, I don't have a mic. Yeah, Jesus, exactly. what are you doing, dude? At least everything comes with a mic nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's a crappy one. I don't know. Yeah. Mic. I, I, there are a couple, I w would say, like, I'm, you know, just going over the list again. The, the artwork, pretty minimalist. Uh, I like the, like, light blue and white color scheme of it, but the, like, actual pictures in the artwork are nothing to write home about. Um, the naming conventions, nothing really to write home about either, you know, pretty standard stuff. I didn't notice anything that was like a reference or maybe Daryl, you did. You're generally better at that. But the, the one that sounds a bit annoying is this Globetrotter trophy as well. Play a round of conquest on each of the launch maps because it doesn't count, uh, matches that have begun already. So if you join in progress, it doesn't count. You have to do it from the beginning and there's eight maps and, uh, I think conquest is pretty long. So, I mean, again, it's not hard, but it's probably going to take you 30 to 45 minutes per map to get it, assuming you're there from the start, maybe even longer. So you got to do like, huh. you know, four and a half to five hours of just conquest for that trophy. And then um, the death from above trophy, which is in multiplayer, destroy five man stationary weapons with an airplane. Um, you cannot just destroy the the turret. You have to have a person in there. So you have to kill a person, destroy the station. And it's just hard because I guess the planes only come with one bombing run in them when you get into it. So if you miss, you just have to get another plane. So that sounds kind of rough. Uh, but otherwise, it doesn't seem too bad. I'd say those two are probably the ones that are going to give people the most trouble. Um, yeah. This one's not too bad. You know, I did encounter some problems with Battlefield 1, like playing you know, Supply Drop five times and... You know, supply drop was the least played mode. Like nobody played it. For sure. So when I had to like play that mode, you know, I was super hyped. But not only did I have to play, I had to win it. But, like every five, you know, every game that I joined, I absolutely had to make sure that I won it because you know, I wasn't sure when I was going to find the next match. Yeah. And um, last thing, uh, like which website do you guys use to look at? I'm on, uh, PSN, I went on profiles. PSN profiles. Yeah. You see that huge disclaimer? Yeah. <laughs> see if like it's even possible, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, I what? like that. I like that. I feel like more Where? guys should do that just to give uh, on PSN profiles. Where? 
So at the top the of it, it's basically uh, just actual... saying like, read. Yeah, there are reports that platinum might not be achievable due to difficulties for getting other trophies. The difficulties can lie in the possibility of finding other players for servers. Seems difficult to find active servers in the game. Uh, this can be solved by creating a private lobby and playing with friends. However, you will need up to 16 players in some cases just to make the match start, and your progress counts. And your progress count towards the trophies. So, um, and then Globetrotter is is glitchy and bugged. And mm. yeah, I don't see that. So I just need to have that just to give us trophy hunter a heads up on you know what we could possibly run into. I'm pretty sure that would have helped a lot of people that did Mad Max and then find out later they can't get the platinum at all. Yeah, I you know if it wasn't for the community and like a community night thing or playing with other people in the Discord, I probably wouldn't go for this game at all even though it does i agree with you guys seem like a pretty decent list um just doesn't really appeal to me too much for whatever reason and also the file size is quite big on this game so make sure you have room if you're a base ps4 user i think it's in between 80 and 100 gigs so it's uh it's quite sheesh, yeah. it's quite large yeah get rid of doom for this by the way i will just let's play a little guessing game here okay how big do you guys think resident evil village was as an install size Brand new AAA game, 2021. 20 to 30, or maybe even 15. It's 29 gigs, uh, the whole game. Yeah. Hey, let me guess. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's 29 <laughs> gigs for the whole game. <laughs> 29 gigs, dude, for the whole fucking game. That's like typical game. That's, cool. That's nice. It's great. It's amazing. That's And I'm like, you really want to make Warzone over 100 gigs still, Call of Duty. You really want to do that? Yeah, no. Come on. I don't understand those big ones. Well, one that baffles me is um, Doom. 2016 80 gigs yeah that is um that's a little wild i think it's partially because you can't segment off the uh the multiplayer like if you could choose to not download the multiplayer and the snap map like that, oh it's all the snap map bullshit yeah huh? exactly if you could just take those out and just do the campaign it would probably be like 30 gigs but it is what it is um anything else to add about battlefield 5 though you guys are going to be going for this list it sounds like I mean, I haven't turned my place. Probably not, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm I, yeah, I had a rough time with Battlefield One, and I'm kind of looking forward to Battlefield not? Six. Oh my gosh! Not even get hyped up for six, dude. Daryl's got to get working on I'm these gonna... fucking FromSoft games, dude. Or he's never gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to boost yeah, with man. strangers. No, you can do it. Well, I know Skrillis oh, in the community goodness. is playing it, and he said it's not that. Like he's already popped quite a few trophies. Said it's not that bad. I thought um, we were all banging this out together as a team yeah i mean if the community oh, yeah. if the community wants to play it i'll play it you know but uh again if we need 16 people to even start the match sometimes <laughs> that sounds like it's gonna be rough find me on that fibbage son yeah boy all right well good uh n- nice discussion there not as much in terms of like you know the specific trophy names or references because there wasn't really any of that for this list but it seems like a solid one if you're into shooters uh if you got a group of people to play with uh including if you want to play with us you know let us know and yeah check it out it it seems like a pretty reasonable one all right uh let's get into then what we have been playing and uh we didn't actually discuss ahead of time who wants to go first i got a lot to say this week so maybe i should you guys want me to go first you want me to go later in the show no, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I, I really want to hear what you have to say about Resident Evil 8, man. I'm really hyped. 
Okay. I want to hear about this. All right. Well, let's get into it then. So I have been uh, playing a lot of Resident Evil Village. I took yesterday off of work <laughs> to play it. He took a day of PTO. And my, my playtime right now is at about six hours or so. And I think I'm probably... I don't know if I'm three-fourths of the way through the game or two-thirds, maybe a little more than half, something like that. It's kind of difficult to say, and I'm going to try to not spoil anything, by the way, in my discussion of the game right now. Um, but there is a section of the game that opens up, and you have to go to four areas, basically. And you have to get items in each of those four areas, and then something happens. I have gotten the item from three of the areas and am heading to the fourth now. So it really is just going to depend what happens after that. Like, is another area going to open up or I don't really know. Right. But from from what I've played so far, my initial impressions of the game are it is incredibly polished. It runs super well on a play, on a base PS4. I had zero frame rate issues, uh, no, no sound issues, no glitches, no bugs which is really rare for a brand new game these days, especially there was not a day one patch, which is incredible as well. The file size was like I said, 30 gigs. So I'm impressed with like the general package of the game and how like the technical feat of it overall. Um, I do it, want to say that should be standard. It we should, shouldn't be it impressed should definitely by that. be standard, but it's not. So, you know, um, so it should be, but it's not. And yeah, it, it, Again, the resolution is not 1080p. It runs at 900p with 45 frames per second. And I thought that might be weird to, to kind of look at just because of variable refresh rate, stuff like that. Um, but it, it, it looks great. The game looks awesome. Sound design is, is really great as well. It's, you know, you're going to have similar sound effects to Resident Evil 7 when you're in the menus. Um, there's, of course, a brand new save theme that comes with the game. And, uh, new, you know, new other enemies have different sound and stuff like that. So general like technical level it it runs really well so if you were worried about getting it on a base ps4 because it is also a ps5 game do not worry about it the load times when you initially turn on the game to load into a continue like to continue a save file it's probably about 45 to 50 seconds to get into the game but once you're in the game there is no loading so that's pretty cool yeah so i guess that's what i'll say from a technical standpoint i i think the game is awesome it's it's really really different than resident evil 7 i think it feels sort of like a a greatest hits of like what worked about that game and then mixing it with it really feels like resident evil 4 and i know a lot of people are going to say like oh it's just because of you know the setting right you're in this like village in europe and stuff and like that's part of it but honestly there's some there's some in-game mechanics it's not a spoiler to say that you know there's the shop that has returned you can upgrade your your attach case and expand it to hold more items and um you know the crafting is back for ammunition and stuff like that and you can buy upgrades for your guns which you couldn't really do in resident evil 7 so it's more similar to re4 and 5 where you can uh you know pick and let's say you want to pick the starting pistol and upgrade it all the way you can do that if you want um there's treasure in the game that you can find scattered around enemies will drop treasure that you can sell on rare occasion um, you can combine those treasures into bigger ones, just like in Resident Evil 4. You can even kill different animals in the game and sell their meats, and or you can craft different recipes for food that give you permanent health buffs, stuff like that. So it's really, it really takes a lot from Resident Evil 4. And 
if it sounds like it's a little bit too open world for you and maybe a bit bigger than you would expect, um, do not be worried. I, I thought that as well. But everything is still very guided. You know, even in the, in the sections that are open, you might have different ways to get to the final destination on the other side of that courtyard, for example. But they all kind of funnel you towards the next area. So it's still a, a pretty linear game, just it has some more open moments to it. And as far as the horror goes, they're really trying to do something different in each of the areas, in different in each of the different locales of the game. Um, you know, again, like Resident Evil 4, you, going, you are going to be jumping around a lot in terms of location. The pace is very fast, you know, so it might start off in a village, but you're going to move somewhere else pretty quickly after that. And um, when you do, you know, it, it changes sort of the vibe. One section might be very action heavy. Another section, honestly, without spoiling too much, really reminded me of PT and Silent Hill in the way that it was in the horror approach that it took for that section was really interesting. There was another section that really reminded me that I was in like a movie like Saw or Hostel. And then there was another section that was like really over the top, like vampire gothic horror kind of stuff, too. Um, and I haven't even gotten to the last couple areas of the game yet, so I can't speak to that. But, you know, it is it is awesome. Like, it, everything runs well. Everything looks good. The story is a little strange. We'll see how they tie it in all together, but I'm invested in it the entire way. Um, I don't find it as scary as Resident Evil 7. So for me, it was easier to just kind of be, like, playing by myself with headphones on and just going through the motions and... Um, yeah, so I'm at, uh, I played about six hours yesterday, maybe a little less than that. Let me just double check what my completion percentage is on the game. I believe I'm at 22% completion. Yeah, so 22% completion right now. And uh, yeah, before I let you guys, because I've been talking a lot, and see if you guys have any questions, but there are 40 bronzes in the game, six silvers, three golds. <coughs> so the distribution is, is there's a lot of bronzes. <laughs> and the golds are pretty hard, so you have to finish the story on the Village of Shadows difficulty, which is the equivalent of Madhouse or RE7. I am not yet sure if the placement of items and enemies changes, just like it did in, in uh, RE7, or if it stays, you know, the same. And let's see here. The other golds, one second. Should Okay, Don't Trust That Snake Oil is a gold for finishing the story using only four or less recovery items. Very typical Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. uh, so far in my playthrough, there has been one point in the game, sorry, two points in the game where I had to use a heal. So I don't know how many there will be moving forward. So that might be, you know, you might have a little leeway. Maybe you can use like one or two heals in there. But also just like in RE7, Daryl, you'll remember when you could find like the steroids to like increase your max health, that did yeah. not count towards the trophy. Um, I don't know if the recipes that you craft to give you more health count towards the trophy either. So you can maybe get around it that way and use those as uh, heals. And then the last goal is to, it's called Knives Out, which is a reference to a movie, which is kind of funny. Um, not including some boss fights, finish the story using nothing but close combat weapons. So that one seems hard. I mean, obviously you can do it on easy. But the enemies are typically, in my experience, pretty bullet spongy on normal. I'm playing on normal for my first playthrough. So I don't know. And maybe there's an unlockable knife that's better than the one that I have. Not quite sure. But uh, yeah, so it's got its typical gambit of gold trophies. Beat the game quickly. Beat the game without healing. Beat the game knife only. Let's go. Are they knife spongy as well? Uh, they Some games they don't balance that 
like you know you'd think it is in real life yeah where they... a knife just like murders them in one shot <laughs> and bullets take like five clips they appear to be very spongy just in general unless you're getting headshots and even if you are getting headshots it's like nine or ten headshots sometimes so yeah I guess that's kind of what I would say for now. I mean, I really recommend it. Like, if you're if you're on the fence about it, um, I think this is a game that's worth supporting full price. It's again really polished, uh, well made. Like, it it pays homage to Resident Evil Seven, to Resident Evil Four. It's got a lot of puzzles in it, actually. None of which are too crazy. I didn't look at any guides yesterday when I was playing. I solved everything on my own with the information in the files and what was presented to me in the rooms, and I was able to progress just fine. And um, so, but it did feel kind of like Resident Evil One in that way. There's like really interesting, like rotate statues and put paintings in a certain order and stuff like that you would find in the original Resident Evil games. So yeah, I mean, I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so it's cool to hear. Yeah, you get you guys have any other questions about it or? How many bronzes did you say? There's forty bronzes. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah there's 40 bronzes right now it is sitting at a 0.7 sorry 0.7 percent platinum um so i think it'll probably end up being like a you know typical resident evil maybe two to three percent it's uh it's by no means an easy game though like on normal i have died probably let's see when like they'll tell you at the end <laughs> yeah i've pro- probably died like five times uh, and like three of those actually you know what all of them have been from instant death scenarios so not from like an enemy killing me but from like something without spoiling Gravity. something happening uh yeah like you don't do a puzzle right or you know you fall into an arena that you're not supposed to fall into for a certain boss fight and stuff like that so it's cool oh you said it's not as scary as part seven no, in general, it's not as scary as Part 7, although one segment that I played through was really weirdly scary, um, and that's the one that I told you that reminded me of P.T. and Silent Hill. So, yeah, I did that yesterday. Luckily, that part I was doing at probably like 4 or 5 p.m., so it wasn't quite dark out yet, but no one was in party chat at that time, so it's just me and my headphones and... uh that shit was pretty scary, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so. That's yeah. really cool. It's really reassuring that you said all these great things about the game because I definitely want to get it at some point. Mm-hmm. I just can't justify buying it because I paid 60 bucks for Ghost of Tsushima and I haven't even played or haven't even beaten it sure. at this time. Yep. Yep. Cool. Awesome. So, yeah, that's that's kind of my initial thoughts on resident evil village uh i will be continuing to play that so next episode i will hopefully have i'll definitely have my first playthrough done but i'll be working on i'm sure my my subsequent ones um you don't unlock i or let me rephrase i'm not sure what the unlocks are when you beat the game most resident evils you beat it and you get things that make your trophies easier later on i'm assuming it'll be the same although i don't know yet what i'll get for beating the game i'm trying to stay spoiler free guide free for the first playthrough um, and I do know that uh, you don't unlock Mercenaries mode until you beat the game the first time. There are two trophies tied to Mercenaries mode, which is sort of like the minigame mode after the fact, but not too bad relatively. You know, most of the game, so or most of the trophies, I should say, out of the 50 of them, 48 are going to be done, or 47 are going to be done in the main campaign. 
So don't worry too much about like the multiplayer slash or uh sorry, not multiplayer, the side game mode if you're if you're not too interested. Um nice. yeah. So so that's village. Um real quickly then, because I've been talking a lot. I played more MKX. I beat the story mode for that game. I'm really happy to have changed my biased viewpoint on fighting games. I don't know why I thought that I was bad at them and that I hated them. Maybe I just needed to fight find the right one. But playing this one again, I realized like it's not my favorite type of game, but it is enjoyable. I do have fun with them and um I'm not as bad at them as I thought I was. So yeah, really cool. I, I don't know like how much I'm gonna get in far as as far as completion in that game goes. I'm currently sitting at a let me see, I think 40-something, 42%. So I might try to get up to like 50% or so just to show the game a little bit more love, and then I'll probably drop it. But I'll keep it installed as a, a good coach, uh, coach couch co-op game. And then lastly, I, I've been playing The Forest, which is interesting. Um, it is a survival crafting game, and I've never played a survival game like this before or a crafting game like this before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a few friends who bought it on sale who are not part of the Trophy Talk community who I would love if they joined, but they haven't yet. It's okay. And yeah, we're just kind of enjoying ourselves and just like having some beers and running around making log cabins and spear fishing. And I don't know, it's there's something extremely relaxing about it, especially when I was in the middle of a move last week because the game is so like checklist based where it's like, okay, I want to make a cabin first, need to make an axe. Then I can chop down like 200 trees. Then I build a foundation. Then I build a fire, blah, blah, blah. So it's like very like focused on the small tasks and they build to larger goals. And um, the trophy list is four golds, 11 silvers, 22 bronzes. Most of it can be done solo on this mode called peaceful mode where you actually don't even have enemies that come out and fight you. Uh, Most of the time at night in that game, the map gets infested with cannibals who run around and try to kill you. So it becomes really difficult at night. But peaceful mode, that does not exist. So it's just you hunting animals and exploring the map at your own leisure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've seen uh, the boy Afrofish playing that. And he was streaming that for a while. Yeah, um, it's pretty fun. It just seems to be the hit game style these days. Kind of kind of getting tired of it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. You got Valheim. You got the forest you got minecraft stranded deep and there's the other stranded game. deep it's mm-hmm. just like yep it's all over the place right now yeah it's true um I, I i find it enjoyable just because i haven't done a game like this before right 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 i think the the advice i would have for people is like you know give it a shot you're not going to get any trophies on your first playing of the game just from like jumping in so mm-hmm. you shouldn't fec- like fuck up your list at all and just kind of see what you think of it. And then, um, what did you, you laughed at me? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no. and you know, it's an easier survival game than stranded deep. If you were going to choose between the one that's free right now, I think this one was eight bucks. I don't know if it's always on sale. It doesn't matter, but stranded deep I've heard is much more difficult and a lot more like realistic quote unquote. So mm. this one is maybe a little bit more like beginner friendly if you've never played a game like this before. Stranded. It is at Stranded a deep sounds like my kind of game. Right. You should. Yeah. And the setting <laughs> for that one is cool. Like this one, you're in like a forest, like in the mountains. Right. Um, there is a river and you do 
find the ocean and shit, but Stranded Deep is like you're in the middle of the ocean on small, like, tropical islands. So it's a much different sort of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, difficulty is 2 out of 10, according to PSM profiles. Playthroughs are two playthroughs, estimated time of 55 hours. So, anyway, yeah, if, you, if anyone has the game and wants to play, I'll be jamming on it every once in a while. It's another one I'm just going to kind of keep installed and hop into as needed. So that is what I've been playing. Thanks for listening to my rant. Nice. <laughs> Good Some rant. Big games Excellent. there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, what about you guys, though? What have you guys been playing? Sorry, I had to stretch. <laughs> mm. You go ahead, Eli. You take. Oh, it. okay. All right. Uh, so, I've been playing Outriders with um <clears throat> with Luke Hop, and uh, my progress in in this is slow and steady, mainly because we are we are doing it together. So, uh, you know, oh. of course, planning and linking up. What's that? You've been doing it together. <laughs> oh, good one. Sheesh! 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 <laughs> yeah, it just adds another layer of complexity. But, um, you know, we're not boosting it. Luckily, he's not a stranger anymore. Um, so, not breaking any rules here. Um, we've noticed some, you know, a couple of funky animations and lore holes here. Uh, this game is uh, by no means as polished as RE8 sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, the big one we always bring up is there are a lot of people saying that they are starving and they're out of bullets. Yet there's a restock like every couple of feet in this game. <laughs> it's like, what are you, what are you talking about? There's bullets everywhere. They pop out of the enemies when you kill them. Like, so that's the that's, that's the little in joke we got going. Yeah. And then the other like grossly obvious quirk um, with this game, at least on the Xbox One, is the facial animations. And holy cow, is it creepy! Uh, we were talking to this one street chick who looked, uh, you know, slightly creepy. Uh, but once her lips started street phasing chick. into her face, it was just <laughs> turned nightmarish, man. It was fucking, it was disturbing. Yeah, it was, the the animations are, are pretty bad. Um, some of the other notable animations are when you try to roll through your friend, it just, it just headbutts their butt. It's pretty funny. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, uh, <coughs> exactly gives headbutt a whole new meaning so and um for reals. <laughs> yeah all the other uh the i'm sick of all the cutscenes for going through doors like i don't i don't understand i don't understand it there's like you like walk up to a door or you like go to a new area it, it takes a break uh it goes to a loading screen it comes back, you walk through the door, and then it goes through another loading screen, and then you're in the new area. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? What what are they doing to us? It doesn't make any sense. It's it's I, I would like to see the differences on you know on like the next gen consoles or PC. Um, but it just doesn't really feel very refined. Uh one more gripe is how slow it is specifically in the menus like scrapping and salvaging uh and the, even the selling of items is atrocious it's extremely slow where you uh to sell them one you have to find a vendor they're not everywhere they're in most of the camps as we continue through the campaign um they're they're popping up more frequently as you meet more people but like you go into the sell menu 
and then you have to hover over the item and then a screen pops up with its stats and then you hold a but just how slow it is to like you don't have like the the directional on the items you just have like the hovering uh like mouse type deal and so you hover over it and it takes a while for the screen to pop up and then you have to hold a it just it dude, takes forever and it's like a loot based game how can you overlook this it was oh my god it's like agonizing like i stayed on after we played last time for uh you know like probably close to 20 minutes just selling my stuff like it's it's agonizing dude you can't sell all everything no you That's have to like hover annoying. over the yeah you have to like hover over stuff and the it just takes forever Ugh. um and so on top of the other all like crazy the loading screens to go through the doors it the it just take the loading takes forever um so yeah i would really like to see what it's like on next gen consoles or pc so you know but the combat you know that was a lot of that was a lot of negatives but the combat and the the loot and skills and the replay replayability seem to all be there but just it's just not not all the pieces of the puzzle are present with a game like this you know like scrapping and upgrading and shit like that should be like a breeze and you know somewhat enjoyable in a game like this right because that's what it's pretty much about so yeah other than that i do like the combat i like some of the guns we're getting some like higher end gear and uh you know as far as the trophies go well achievements we're doing this on xbox so they they seem pretty straightforward we're getting we're halfway through the collectibles and i don't even think we're halfway through the story yet um because there's about five more main missions left that i can see as far as hidden achievements go mm-hmm. that say continue the campaign to unlock this and we've only done three or four uh i should have double checked but yeah we're probably close to about halfway one thing to note too is they you don't share the mining. There's this mining trophy, which is just like I don't. It's like a collectible, but you harvest stuff and you get more materials for crafting. And so if I mine it, he can pick up the material, but doesn't get progress towards his trophy. So uh, once one person gets their their thirty or deposits mined for the prospector achievement, then the other person in the party or the other two people in the party should should take over doing that but yeah so it, this the, this progress is slow and steady like i said at the beginning but um it, it doesn't seem like there's much too much to like pay attention on this list which i'm enjoying so we can just kind of kind of play and uh figure out these confusing systems because the traveling system is not great either it's just a lot of the systems and like you know it did it almost like doesn't feel like it was ready or something i don't know yeah it's kind of i don't know what's going on <clears throat> but the combat stuff's good so yeah well, it's, uh, i'm it's... gonna enjoy keep playing this with luke and when we got time yeah i mean the pedigree of the developer right like i think i brought it up in the discord too but people can fly did gears of war judgment back in the day then they did Bulletstorm. So like the the combat and the shooting should feel good, right? But they don't have a lot of experience in making a sort of games as service slash looter shooter type of game. So I think you're kind of seeing that inexperience like reflected in a bit of the 
the way that the systems come together for for like you're saying the shop interface and like you know scrapping stuff and those kinds of things which like they don't really have a lot of experience with as a team mm-hmm. so hopefully that'll just kind of get patched as the game continues yeah. on yeah they, i think they try to do too much mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm glad it seems like people are enjoying the game though and mm-hmm. uh it's good. It's good. I always thought Bulletstorm was underrated. Like not enough, or not maybe not underrated, but not enough people have played the game. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. glad enough people are checking this one out. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. And so of course I've been playing Rocket League still. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if I I don't think I talked about it on the last episode. Maybe I did, but I made it to Diamond, and uh, I found out that there was like a hundred MMR boost. So feel slightly less deserved. Uh, Wait, a boost? Why do you get a boost? Uh, they just they just changed the MMR like system oh. and like people got boosts so yeah I mean it's still I'm, diamond I'm though right I'm a closer right? yeah I'm almost at like diamond two I'm still progressing so I'm still improving uh, I'm trying to take training a little more seriously and warming up before matches and it makes a huge difference in confidence you just quicker to the ball but, sure and I did check my in game stats don't say like the 170 that Epic said so I don't know what's right on that. It was only like 70 to 100 on the in-game tracker. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Yeah. so that was a quick Rocket League update, and I got a quick Destiny 2 uh, update. I've been playing that as well, and it's really fun. And unlike Outriders, uh, I feel like a total badass. Did I say this last time? Did I talk about this? I don't think so. I don't think so. What? No, I don't think so. Okay. But maybe it's uh, the PC, and in combination with the stronger, more reliable gameplay, actually hit stuff. So, you know... They got a they got a good thing going here. Yeah, and, uh, the shooting on Destiny has always felt incredible. Like yeah. it feels super fun. It is now they're like the opposite. It's really easy to get like lost and overwhelmed. You know, they shoot all these different quests and at you in the beginning, and a lot of them are introductions to all the different play types they have. Yep. And then, you know, they give you bounties for those specific uh like play styles and then like now i feel kind of stuck it's like oh, i have to finish these stupid bounties before i can move on and then like oh i got more bounties so now i'm stuck doing this over and over again so you really kind of gotta pick what you like and and play it which is cool because there's a lot there you know there's the gambit you can play pv pvp um which is you know as frustrating as pvp typically is <laughs> and then there's like all kinds of different like pve stuff like there's these guardian games right now, which are like strikes, and there's I, I don't know, man. This is it's too goddamn complicated for me. So I'm just trying to play for fun and you know shoot some stuff and feel like a badass. Um, yeah, Destiny Two was a bit over the top for me. Like the the most that I've ever played Destiny was Destiny One back on launch on the Xbox One, and uh, so vanilla Destiny, as the community says. And it was mm. still like becoming the bigger game that it is today. So the, it wasn't quite as overwhelming at that point. It was like beat the story, there's strikes, and then there's like one raid. You know, it's mm. like, oh, okay, cool, I'm into that. <laughs> and then in like, of course, the multiplayer, which actually was pretty fun too, the PvP. Mm. But um, yeah, was now it's like massive. I don't know what it's called now. Oh, okay. it, yeah, it was just called Capture get... the Flag and Team Deathmatch. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now doing some gambit now where you have to like collect moats from enemies and you got to take them back to the base and put them in. And oh, no. once that bar fills up, then you, uh, you get a prime evil and you got to kill that prime evil before the other team. And when you put moats in, it sends a blocker to the other team, which 
uh, dude, it's fucking wild. Um, <clears throat> and as far as the like achievements, at least in game, there's like there's it's dude again way too much stuff, way too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's like all these triumphs, and I like counted up the subcategories, and there's like sixty eight of them. Jesus. And and then there's and then there's like the legacy triumph seals medals exotic catalysts dude there's so many goddamn checkboxes it's wild and yeah. like i don't know what the specific like units are here but like in that menu it shows us uh, i have 655 out of 18285 <laughs> yeah dude wow wow, <laughs> wow. so yeah i'm just playing that one for fun here and there good but if you want to shoot some shit let's sh- shoot some shit yeah exactly i mean that's what it's all about mm-hmm. <laughs> am i right brother yup yup sheesh. sheesh um now i was going to play that secret game i was alluding to last yeah what episode. the fuck what, what happened there but i'm having a little trouble with my controller so i can't reveal it now Oh my oh, god! Sorry, boys. What is that with my controller? Yeah. So is it yeah, a fucking down? Mm. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, that is but a letdown. I got a a let up here too. <laughs> I, t- I started playing Bright Memory instead. Have you heard of this? No. What is that? So this game caught my attention. I think when I saw it, uh, might have been the Xbox showcase. Um, and I've seen it in multiple videos of people praising it. But either way, it was on sale on Steam. Uh, it was like $7.99 instead of $9.99, I think. Uh, and it's built in Unreal Engine 4 by FYQD Studio, which is one dude in China. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and right now, it's early access. And the f- full version will be free if you own the current version. Uh, so that's another reason why I bought it. And that one will be called Bright Memory Infinite. <clears throat> And it'll be coming to Xbox as well. I think this is a game that people are kind of like, oh, this will be Xbox's new like big game. But I don't know if it will be. Oh, weird. Developed by one guy. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely got some, you know, attention in that space. Hmm. What what is it? Like what do you So the gameplay is a fast paced shooter in combination with a few melee elements? Like you have Tools like a sword, telekinesis, supernatural power type stuff. Got grappling hook and a and a dodge, which is basically like a teleport, and it's it's very satisfying dodge, I will mm. say. Um, and the whole combat system just feels really good. Like the gun feels good, and uh, but there are like a few things with the enemies that didn't feel quite right. Like a couple of them bugged like right into me. Like this dude like put his head down like he was staggered and then he just like warped into me kind of like I was like okay I guess I'm dead, but it's paced pretty decent where like you really need your dodge to avoid enemies, so, but they do feel like a bit squishy, um and the game's short so I didn't I don't mind it too much and you're like you're typically in like a pretty small area to fight these enemies so you're like dodging left and right and trying to f- like make sure you have a way out it did it felt a little like killing floor two ish to me where you're kind of just like walking backwards and then you know i don't know it wasn't as like pushing forward because you're stuck in a room so you're just trying to like avoid these guys and walk backwards but my uh my first playthrough was only about 30 minutes and so you need to beat it three times for all the achievements 
Um, and so now I've beaten it two times and it turns out the achievements are glitched. Um, that is so great. <laughs> I, yeah, I think. So I got all the collectibles and combat related trophies on my first run. Uh, and the collectibles are like super easy. There's only seven of them. And the last one is story based. So you can't, you can't really miss it. Um, and some of the examples of the combat are like stay in the air for 10 seconds and float an enemy for 15 seconds. 30 headshot kills and dodge five attacks. So they come pretty naturally. The glitched ones for me are beating the final boss and doing the second playthrough, which I, I don't, I'm pretty pissed because like I obviously killed the final boss if I've done my second playthrough, but now the second playthrough one hasn't fucking popped either. Mm, so pretty pissed. Yeah, that's frustrating. And like, well, I was wondering if it was like my internet issue last night. Because, like, I was like, oh, great, they didn't, like, upload. Now I'm thinking, like, will they ever, like, register if it wasn't done online? Like, I don't know how that Steam works with those. Like, it's not like the PlayStation where it's kind of, like, all on your system. It's, I don't know, it's done over the internet, right? Like, I don't understand. I don't know enough about it, but I'm a little worried. Yeah, that is weird. Interesting. And And then to make matters worse... I, I guess this wasn't like super good news, but to make matter worse, I, I, I was doing my third playthrough this morning to see if I could unlock, <clears throat> like if I just unlocked everything and had it all done, like it would, if it would all just pop, but the game crashed. So, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I, hasn't, I haven't had any issues with it. And, and then like I was on the last level, dude. I was so pissed. That's fucking. I was so close, but it, it's so short, and like the gameplay feels really good. So I'll just do it again, see what happens, and if it doesn't work, <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll just keep it on my system and try it again another time because it's you know short, fun. But I was really hoping to be like, oh yeah, I hundred percented something in the time you know to have for the episode, and fucking game crashed and the trophies glitched. So that's all right. I d- I didn't earn any platinums in the last couple weeks either. So, yeah. yep. But, and I'm probably not going to earn any for my next episode either, unless something crazy happens. But all the games that we're playing are like longer ones, you know? Yeah. So that's how it goes. But that's cool, though. You got a lot of, uh, you got like a lot of interesting, varied games that you're playing, you know? Yeah. Keeps, keeps <clears throat> you busy. Keeps you busy. Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. What about you, Daryl? What have you been jamming on, dude? What's been the, the game of the week or the two weeks, I should say? For me, it's still Friday the 13th. That's the only game it's been for the last two weeks. Damn, dude. Uh, I have not had any fun playing any other game. It's It's only been Friday the 13th, man. This is my life. You're back (laughs) at it. I mean, you took a little detour on Dark Souls, now you're back. Yeah, I was taking a look at my games that I have installed, and I really wanted to start something new, but I just kept seeing a couple games that were pretty close to 100%, but, you know, I'm missing a few trophies, with a couple of them being Rocket League and Friday the 13th, so, you know, I decided to focus on one, and I've been doing Friday the 13th, so, nothing really new in that aspect, but I do have... To update you guys on is I did unlock a couple more trophies, so I'm at ninety percent now. Oh, so close! Yeah, very close, man. I did the five hundred matches with Jason and the counselors. Only have three more to go. Three more to go, and 
I got the plat, man. Three Damn. more trophies, right? Three more trophies to go. I have to do the thousand matches with Counselor and Jason. Luckily, <laughs> I only have to do less than a hundred with the counselors. I've been working on that as well. Uh, so I probably will say maybe like another 50 or 60 matches and I'll have that one popped as well. Is that nice. a gold or a silver or a bronze? Uh, it's a silver. Okay, cool. Then I just have to get uh, 1,313 kills with Jason still. Should be pretty close. I think when I get the matches with Jason, I should be relatively close to that number, maybe even less. So mm-hmm. okay, so yeah, you <clears> just there. need matches with counselors, matches with Jason, and then kills with Jason. That's it, and that's it. And I'll get the platinum after. Jeez. Damn, dude! No, man, <clears throat> getting close. What are you gonna do when you're done with that game? I feel like it's been like what you played for like a year now. You know, it's your legacy. Yeah, I really don't know, man. I'm probably gonna take on the, like a AAA game, maybe Dead like by Daylight, the FromSoft, or Resident Evil, the OG one. Yep. Oh, yeah, you know what? I have been playing Dead by Daylight. I completely <laughs> forgot about that one. Thank you, Eli. Oh, that's cool. I'm playing, playing a little bit of that. That's not going to be like my trophy hunting game. It'll just be one I'm going to play, just have fun with. And um, yeah, that's about it. Nothing really going on. I- I've been boosting with another fella. He's been helping me out. He's been real big and uh, helping me get these trophies. And same guy that got that Red Dead plat. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, he posted it in Discord. So me and him have been boosting this game with each other for the last couple of weeks. So we're we're getting close. The two of I, I told him, "Hey, man, you you, you got to make sure you flex on the Discord when you get your Red Dead and Friday the Thirteenth Platinum." Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Big time. Yep, those are yeah. long grinds, and and yeah, it's gonna feel good. It's gonna feel good. I can't remember the last time I've had a game like that like i've been working on for like a year you know hmm. jesus that's crazy, crazy. rocket league yeah <laughs> no not from a trophy perspective though hmm. like you're already yeah interesting though well good stuff sounds like we're all having fun playing some some varied games some some you know some are shorter titles some grindy titles some scary glitchy. spooky ones some glitchy ones yeah it's coming together it's coming together so that's what we've been playing. I hope you all enjoyed listening to our, our update there. And um, I'm hoping to, as I said, have some completion percentage in you know, Resident Evil. I would hopefully be like at 50 or 60 by the next episode, maybe more. We'll see. And then um, keep working on the forest and a little bit on MKX. But my next platinum I'm planning on getting is Village. If I get the one in the forest, great, but I probably won't. So we'll see how it goes. You guys have anything else to add before we wrap up the show? It's been a good one. Good one indeed. I don't have anything else to say. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, make sure to check out the Discord if you guys have not joined that community already. You know, check out the rules for the race. Hop on in there and start off with Battlefield Five and Stranded Deep as the first eligible games of the second sprint. And uh, yeah, obviously, you know, if you like what we do, you want to support us. We have a various, you know, amounts of tiers available on patreon that you can choose to support us at so that's at patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast make sure to leave a thumbs up or a positive review or a like on the platform that you're listening to us on that would be greatly appreciated and that's really all i got where can the people find you at daryl and eli uh you can find me on twitch the tall samoan guy 
I had to take a break from Instagram. It was starting to become a huge distraction for me. There so I am only on Twitch at the moment. That's all right. It's good to hear. Eli, what I'm about you? I'm pretty much the other way. I'm pretty much on uh, Instagram. Okay. And uh, I've been taking a break from Twitch. I, almost, I tried to get back into it last night. Mm-hmm. I was going to stream, and then pff, internet went out. So, oh, oh, cool. That sucks. That's when I realized. I was like, what the fuck is going on? What do you mean you can't connect? And then, yeah, so... So pretty much Instagram, Narshare13, just to, to pop in the Discord and uh, all my all the stuffs there. Yep. Because um, all these freaking PC games, you got a thousand different. Oh, add me on uh, Destiny. Add me on Bungie and add yeah, me on Blizzard. Blizzard, Blizzard yep. and add me on Steam, but you need my number. It's like so confusing. Yeah. So Instagram, Discord, Narshare131D. Yep. Keep it simple. Yep, Discord is definitely the best way to get a hold of me as well. So jump on in the community there. And then on PlayStation um, at CK Present. And yeah, it's the same for me on YouTube, League, whatever, any other platform I'm on, it's CK Present. So just go ahead and, and add me. Look forward to speaking with you soon. And that's going to wrap up episode 32 of the Trophy Talk podcast. Thank you all so much for listening and for your time. We hope you have wonderful weeks and days ahead. We'll see you in the next one. Take care and goodbye. Cheers.